thank you for tuning in to the Transformed Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast challenges us to be different from this world in which we live and to transform ourselves into the best that we can be for God. Here is your host, Caleb Rutherford. Nothing teaches us about the preciousness of the Creator as much as when we learn the emptiness of everything else. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast again. As always, I'm so thankful, I'm so humbled that you listen to this podcast, and I'm just appreciative of your continued support over the last uh, few years, I suppose we could say. Um, it's, it's just been a wonderful ride, and I'm grateful now to be obviously a part of the Scattered Abroad Network. I'm grateful for everything that it is being able to accomplish, obviously through the power and glory of our God in heaven above. And I'm just thankful that you support this podcast just through listening it, listening to it, if you would. Please continue to pray for it. And if you want to financially support the network, then certainly we would not be opposed to that. If you would just reach out to us, I'm sure we can work some details out. But just most of all, please remember to continue to pray for this network and hopefully it will continue to be a benef- benefit to you. As always, and we always say this before every podcast, please remember to give it a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you're using. And also remember, if you want to go to our website, scatteredabroad.org, there you can find everything there that you need uh, about our network. Also, please remember to subscribe to our email list. You can do that on our website as well. Go to the very bottom uh, of the of the website, and there you can sign up, and you'll be able to receive emails from us that notify you about all kinds of different things that are going on within the network. So just remember those few housekeeping things as we go forward um, into today. You know that we've been talking about this idea of being transformed out of. We're talking about how we can continually evolve and continually grow as Christians, how we ought to be doing that, how we don't need to stay stagnant, but we need to continue to grow and become better than we were the day before. And today we're going to talk about this um, this sin, this uh, th- this theme, this idol, this or I almost said it there. This this uh, this theme of idolatry. Um, you know, idolatry is something that is kind of an interesting topic because it's something that we really don't think about. We really don't talk about much because I think we think of it as one of those um, kind of terms and ideas that doesn't happen anymore today. That it's one of those things that happened just in the old times, maybe just in in the Bible days, idolatry was an issue then. And yet we're going to see today how idolatry is still a lingering issue and something that we struggle with in, in our world today. But I think it's first very important for us to make sure that we define our terms. What is idolatry? What is idolatry? Well, the dictionary tells us that the idolatry is the worship of a physical object as a God. And so I guess we could ask the question, well, what comes to mind? When we hear idolatry and we hear worshiping some physical object as a God, what immediately comes to our mind? I think for many of us, our minds and our thoughts might go back to the days of the Greeks or the Romans, or maybe they would even go back to modern day, or maybe they even go to modern day India. I think, I think modern day India has over like 33 plus million gods and counting. It's ridiculous. Uh, the amount of idolatry that they have there in that country, uh, the religion of Hinduism. Um, and we think about things like that. Uh, when we, when we look and talk about the word idol and idolatry, and I think we think so much about these physical objects, stone, wood, carved images, and things like that when we talk about idolatry, because that certainly is something 
that was very prevalent back in the the Bible days and even even maybe now into today in some places. But we don't really think about that as much anymore, but the stone, the wood, the carved images as much. But I think another way that we could um we could define idolatry is as anything that takes the place of God. Anything that you expect to do for you that God has said he's going to do for you. And I think we so often forget this, which is why we have so many issues with idolatry. I think so many people struggle with the things that they think are not big problems, the things that are not big issues. And I've mentioned this the last couple of episodes. These are things that we may think that we don't struggle with, things that we may think are not big issues or big problems, and yet they are some of the things that we struggle with the most in this world. Truly, an idol is anything that takes that top spot of importance in our lives and that pushes out the things that need to be there, obviously talking about God. You see, our culture and our society, our world in which we live, it fosters this mindset, doesn't it? It fosters this idea that I must have all of these physical and material and monetary things. And I know that we think that we are so far removed from worshiping idols. We think that that, that, that is something that doesn't even apply to us today, and yet idolatry is more prevalent in the United States of America than it really ever has been before. Go back to this idea of covetousness. The desire to have something, right? That 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 uh, emotion, that willpower, that that being consumed or obsessed with having something. But then I think about what Paul wrote to the brethren at Colossae, Colossians chapter three and verse five. Therefore, put to death your members, which are on the earth: fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness which is idolatry. In Scripture, idolatry is regarded as of a heathen origin and is being imported among the Hebrews through contact with heathen nations. You see, idolatry is not something that comes from God. It's not something that comes from the Bible. It's not something that comes from Christianity, and yet it is something that comes from the heathen nations around us, from the world around us. It's something that has infiltrated our minds and infiltrated the church and us as Christians. You see, everything about idolatry is connected really with the word heathen, isn't it? Things, possessions, material things, the obsession with those things. Sports, TV, friends, money, politics, video games. Technology, work, eating, whatever it might be. It could literally be anything in this life. If you place it above God, if you place it above being a faithful Christian, above doing all that you can to serve our Creator, then it's idolatry. You know, we read all throughout Scripture about individuals who struggled with idolatry, and sometimes it's quite obvious that idolatry was the issue. Exodus chapter 32, we could talk about the golden calf, how you remember Moses went up onto Mount Sinai, how he was going to receive the Ten Commandments from God. He was taking a long time up on the mountain, and so the people were going restless. They go to Aaron, 
And they say, we, we want to worship something. And so what did Aaron do? Well, he took up the gold. He took up the earrings. He took up the necklaces. He took up all the jewelry. And so they took it. They put it together. They threw it in the fire, melted it down. They formed this golden calf. And they made it into an image, and they worshiped it. And you remember when Moses came down from the mountain? I can just I imagine the look of disappointment on his face. Because think about it. They have literally just come out of the land of, uh, the land of Egypt. They have just seen the ten plagues. They've seen the Red Sea be parted. They have seen God... Um, carry them through the most difficult of times and circumstances. And yet here they are ready to form this golden calf and look at it and say, this calf that we just created was what led us out of the land of Egypt. It's obvious that was the problem. But then I also think about occasions, Luke chapter 12, where the problem is not quite so obvious. Listen to verse 15. And he said to them, take heed and beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things that he possesses. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, what shall I do, since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns. I'll build greater. And there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which, which you have provided? Verse 21, so is he who lays up treasure for himself that is not rich toward God. Friends, if there is a message that we need to hear today, it's this. One's life does not consist in the abundance of the things that he possesses. Our lives don't revolve around things and how many things we might have. Our importance, our self-identity do not revolve around the things in this life. Jesus said, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven and not on earth. Let me give you five things that we have made into idols in this life. Five different things. Number one, identity. Identity. You know, it's so easy, isn't it, to place our identity in everything else but God and Christianity. When we place identity and when when we idolize ourselves, our own image, our own identity, and we take it away from where it ought to be, then we pull ourselves away from trusting and relying on God, don't we? If your identity is in your work, if your identity is in your abilities, if it's in the way that you look, then you will always feel like you are not measuring up to where you need to be. You will always fall short because your expectations are not reality. Our identity ought to be in God and what he has done for us. And when you do that, you'll be able to experience and live in a type of freedom that you would otherwise never get to know. God has done so much for us. Live with your identity in what he has done for you, in Christianity and his son, not in yourself, not in the world, not in what the world thinks you ought to look like. 
Number two, things that we've made into idols, money. You know, the acquisition of money is something that so many people hunger for, isn't it? Acquiring money, having money, having X amount of money or X amount of dollars. Something that so many people want in this life. I've always heard it said that if you could have all the money in the world, it still wouldn't be enough for you because you'll always be wanting more. I think it's true. The more you have, the more you want, isn't it? You see, the thing about money, it's, it's, it's vital to survival, but loving it and it being an idol in your life, that's not. We can read all of First Timothy chapter 6. We can listen to Paul talk about our attitude towards money. He talks about the, the attitude we should have towards the material things of this life like that, how loving it is the root of all evil, how as, as individuals who are blessed by God, we must be able to look to others to see what we can do to help them. So many people think that they can trust in money. So many people think that they can hope in money. And yet money is one of those things that can be lost. Money is one of those things that can be taken from us in the blink of an eye. But you see, when we place our identity in something that will never be gone from us, our faith in God, our Christianity, then we will feel so much more fulfillment. Trust and hope in the one who will not leave you. Number three, entertainment. Entertainment. We certainly live in a time and age where we are obsessed with entertainment. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Disney Plus, so on and so forth. I think I read somewhere that the average American has three pays for three and a half subscriptions every single month. And I'm sure that that, that goes up and that goes down for some people. But I think about in the Bible, Amos chapter 6, talking about, uh, talking about God's people there. And it begins at verse, saying, verse 1, Amos says, Woe to you who are at ease in Zion and trust in Mount Samaria. You drop down to verse 2, he talks about how they had forgotten the nations around them and how they had been punished for their being wicked. Verse 3, they tell themselves the day of the Lord is far away. God's not going to come and punish me. God's not going to come and deal with me. I can live the, however I want, and it doesn't really matter. Verse 4, Amos talks about their nice beds of ivory. He talks about how they have nice couches, how they have great food to eat. Verse 5, they have music. They have entertainment. Verse 6, they drink themselves silly. They get drunk. They love to get drunk. Verse 7, God says, but you're going to be punished for everything you have done. You think about entertainment. They were literally consumed. We are overwhelmed with it. We are completely consumed with it. There was someone who said that the average American's life consists of three things. Swipe, click, binge, and then repeat. Entertainment's not bad in and of itself. But it is when we idolize it. When it becomes the most important thing in our life. That's when we begin to have issues. Number four, sex. You know, it seems as if we are obsessed with sex in our culture. It's everywhere we look, isn't it? Music, movies, TV shows, apps like TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Our society has taken this beautiful and this sacred gift that God has given to a married man and a married woman. And they have turned it into something that people misuse, people abuse, and really at many times idolize. 
that they place it above all else. And that's the only thing that they want to have and they want to feel in this life. And for many, many individuals, they value it over the most important thing in this life. Number five, comfort. You know, there's an endless list of things that make you comfortable in this life. And for many individuals, comfort is the only thing that they want. And if they don't want it, rather, if, if it's not going to be, if it's not going to make them comfortable, then they don't want it. But you see, Christianity, I think in a lot of ways is synonymous with uncomfortable. But you see, I would rather live in an uncomfortable circumstance as a Christian than to live comfortably as someone who lived for the world. Because you see, in the end, it'll all be worth it, won't it? Heaven will surely be worth it all, worth all the pain and sorrow that we feel and that we go through in this life. It's not worth it, is it? Living for yourself, trying to make your life as comfortable as it can be on this earth, is not worth the eternity of torment that we'll face if we don't surrender to God. Look, I know idols are everywhere. They can be anything. They can be anyone. It's a fight that we have to face every single day. But I encourage you, as we go through this life, transform alongside with me out of a life where we idolize everything, every earthly thing that's available to us. And instead of idolizing the world, how about we idolize the one who created the world and who allows us to enjoy every single blessing that we have? Thanks again so much for listening to this episode. And as always, remember this, don't conform, but transform. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.